Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. Get ready for a very different, vulnerable, and uncensored conversation with Dr. Anthony Mattis and his amazing guests. They'll be sharing the powerful tools of access consciousness that have helped thousands of people all over the world to create change in every area of their lives. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Consciousness Unfiltered. I am Dr. Anthony Mattis, and I have an amazing guest with me, Simone Millicis. She is an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator. She is an author of three books, The Joy of Business, Getting Out of Debt Joyfully, and co-author of Relationships, Are You Sure You Want One? So how does it get any better than that? Thank you so much for joining me, Simone. And, no, so welcome. Yeah. And so, you know, so, you know, one of my targets with this podcast is really to get the tools of access consciousness out there in the world. And so, you know, you know, since I've been with access the last eight years, it's changed my life dynamically in the lives of my children. And, you know, and I've always seen you sort of like as one of the pillars in, in access, you know, and so I'd love for the world to know, like, like the tools that you used along the way, but I'd like us to start, like, where were you before Access came into your life? And sort of like, if you could do an overview from where you started and where you are now, share your story, because yeah. I love the world to hear. Okay, so I've been working with Access for, I think, about 19, 20 years now. And when I first came along, I, uh, I actually, I had a business called Good Vibes For You. And my aim, my target, my desire, my everything has always been I know I'm delusional, is to create a world with no judgment. And to me, that starts with you, um, not you specifically, Anthony. Yeah. It's like putting all the pressure on you. Edge starts with you as a person, right. as a being. And so I had this business called Good Vibes for You, and I had a lot of designs and different things on it that, you know, I perceived could change someone's reality and change their world yeah. by hopefully inspiring them to something different, like, I remember there was this, I had all these different T-shirts and there was this one T-shirt that I had that had written on it, be open to the moments of life, do not be afraid. Mm. And I'm at, this, I'm at this expo and I'm walking down and this was the same expo the first time I ever met Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness. And I'm walking down this expo and I have this T-shirt on and it's really busy and I'm walking down and I see this guy like sort of walking towards me and he glances at my T-shirt. Yes, I know my breasts are there, but he glances at my T-shirt. And, and I could see him read it and then look at me and just look at me straight in the eye like this, like, yes. And it was like this, be open to the moments of life, do not be afraid. And I was like, that's why I'm doing this. Mm. It was like that nanosecond of of perceiving the change that was in his world. Yeah. And, and then I met Gary Douglas at this event. Mm. And I ended up going to a seminar that he did. And it was on relationships. And I never desired a relationship. I never thought I needed one. I didn't see a good one out there. So it wasn't yeah. something I was asking for. And I went and listened to Gary talk and was like, oh, my goodness, this man is talking about everything that I mm -hmm. wanted to create in the world. Uh, and one of my favorite things was how I talk about that. He was so irreverent. He swore. And one of the things he said was, don't trust me, trust you. And I was like, mm -hmm refreshing because yeah. so many people out there are like you've got to do what I'm doing and I love access consciousness is like no trust you like anything that I'm saying anything that Anthony says or any other facilitator if it doesn't make your world feel lighter don't don't buy it as yours it's like you are the person who knows what works for you so but 
anyway, so I know that, I mean, there's a lot of history. Uh, we were in, when I came along, Access Consciousness was in four countries. It was in Canada, it was in America, it was in New Zealand, and it was in Australia. And when I came along, Gary would come out to Australia, and I actually organized the first level two and three, which is now Choice of Possibilities class. Mm -hmm. I organized that, and just because I was like, God, these guys talking about everything that I knew, except yeah. nobody else was talking about it. And that's mm -hmm. what I find so intriguing with Access is, and the weirder it gets, you're like, yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, yeah. And uh, so anyway, to just sort of summarize, I guess, in, you know, I started, I started organizing different things with Access. Like we didn't have a website. We didn't have an email address. So I started mm -hmm. a Hotmail email address. Wow. So you um, became like the worldwide coordinator back in those days. Like how, how long ago was this? This was, well, this was like 19 years ago. Like I was probably... I was probably went to about six months or 10 months of classes and then Gary sat down with me and he said, you know, you could work with us. And um, and I was like, no, I've got my own business. I don't have time to do this. And he went, okay. And he was so patient. And uh, But I'd go, but I'll just do this and I'll just do this because you guys don't have an email address. And and because yeah. I used to say to people, how does anyone know the classes are on? And they'd go, oh, people find out. And I was like, this is insane. So I started doing everywhere that we went, I'd have a clipboard and get people to write down, I mean, it's so illegal to do that now, like write down their name and address and email, and then I'd load it onto the Hotmail, you know, address that we had. And Stephen Outram, who still works with us, would mm -hmm. uh, be actually great for your podcast too, cool. still works with us. He was around in the early stages, and he was the person who helped me. We hired another guy to create the first website. Um, so, and I remember sitting in my apartment in Brisbane and, you know, sitting away and working out how we were going to do this and what was the target of it, et cetera. And then Gary, it was probably about 18 months in and I was organising a lot of things for Australia. And because mm -hmm. I said, this is crazy. You should have a company here. You should do this, this, this. He looked at me and he went, okay. And I said, you need an Australian director because you're a US citizen. And, you know, and he went, okay, do it. And I went, okay. And I was like, but I'm still not working for you. And he was like, okay. So it did take ages. He actually took me out to lunch one day. I remember in the Gold Coast, Australia, and he said to me, okay, tell me what's going on. For, why don't you want to come you know, work with Access? And I said, because I don't want to be committed to you. And I didn't want to receive any money. He tried to give me some money at one stage, and I was like, I don't want any money. And he's like, why? He goes, I'm just trying to pay you for what you're doing like what you're contributing and I was like no and I said if I accept money from you that means I'm working for you and that means I'm committed to you and he was like oh my god I mean hear the conclusions in it so <laughs> he sat there with me at lunch and he ran processes and asked me questions about commitment for about two hours wow because I was just refusing because somewhere in my world I have gone I am never going to work for somebody else yeah. which no question mm -hmm. so Anyway, we worked and he said to me, Simone, you'll always have choice. In my world, you'll always have choice. And Anthony, I'm going to say today, I still have that sense that I wake up in the morning and choose access consciousness because it works for me and it matches the energy of what I'd like to, you know, have and see and be yeah. in the world. And I know I still have choice. So it's, wow. That's yeah. awesome. And and so at that time, Access was in four countries, and and since that time, it's now in what 174 countries, 176, I think, at the moment. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow, you were a huge part of that while not committing to working for him. Well, I, you know, I got over the commitment part, and then it was about, I think, I love it. Like I said, 18 months in or something, he said to me, I need someone like you in in America. I need them around the world. And I said, I can do it. And yeah. he looked at me. He was like, okay, he said, do you want to be worldwide coordinator? And I was like, what does that mean? He was like, well, you have to organize this, this, and this. And then, we, and then he went, and I'm not sure. Like, let's go. Right. So we did, and then so I think it became uh, like a creation ship. What's that? It became like a creation ship. It wasn't. Yeah. Like, it was different. It was different than a regular like a business relationship, but it became like a creation ship that ended up blossoming into what it yeah. is. And and Gary, I mean, God, he's taught me so much, Anthony. He's like, he never had any expectations, and still doesn't have any expectations of me, and guided me all the time and allowed me to have so much awareness as well um because i remember we we started off probably the first countries we opened up in was england um italy and korea which you know if you're gonna if you're gonna expand a business you're gonna go okay what countries are we gonna go to next they wouldn't be the ones you would choose like it wasn't strategically planned out it's like i mean that's why i love that the dandelion is the you know if you're going to have a logo for access, it's the dandelion. And cause yeah. like when you blow it and then the dandelion seeds just go everywhere. I mean, you'd yeah. be walking down, you know, in the middle of a city and there's a dandelion seed in the concrete and that's yeah. how access expands. And that's how it's always expanded. And that's how we've been with the business of it. It's like, you listen to those whispers. Mm. Like, oh, that, that. And I was actually just talking to Gary yesterday about that saying, you know, some some people, some country yell the loudest, but doesn't necessarily mean they're the ones that are seeking the most. Right. Just because it's loud. So I was like, what other, and I was just talking to him yesterday saying what other countries and what other, you know, cultures or um, nationalities are actually desiring access consciousness that we haven't acknowledged. And, yeah. and that's one of the tools that I used being worldwide coordinated for years. So these books, uh, okay, so you wrote uh, The Joy Business, Getting Out of Debt uh, Joyfully. And obviously, uh, you know, the way Gary's functioned, the way you guys had functioned together is very, very different from the way maybe businesses, the way we know it in this reality function. Can you talk a little bit about sort of like what you've learned over the years, the, the two books? You talked about getting out of debt. How, how, if you can compare it to the way normal businesses let's say whatever that is versus how business is done with access what have you learned like what what things could you share just like, how's it different well i didn't set this up but i'm going to say get the book if you don't have it there you go. <laughs> <laughs> i i mean i've always had like when i grew up and people would say what are you going to do you know some people would go to university get married have kids i was right. always had you know was like i want to have a have my own business and people would say, what sort of business? And I'm like, I don't know yet. But to me, business was something you could create, that you could create a change in the world that was really malleable. You could shift it, change it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that was my point of view. I thought everybody had that point of view. And I always loved, like, everywhere that I worked. And I worked in so many different industries and so many different jobs, which if you're listening to this and you're one of those people, do not buy the lies that people project at you because so many people would say to me, oh, you know, you just can't make up your mind. You can't settle down. And it was like, no, it's like I would work somewhere and then I'd be like, all right, learn everything, 
done, next, you know, yeah. and go work somewhere else. And, and I incorporated travel into that too. Mm. And I traveled all over the world and I had so many different jobs and I learned a lot. And my point of view with business and working was always, if you don't like what you're doing, what are you doing it for? Yeah. There's always something else available. And the book actually came out. Uh, I mean, I'd been working with Gary for quite some time and I was having a conversation with him and I was questioning why someone was choosing something. And he said, he said, why, you know, for what reason are you, don't you get this? And I said, well, it's business and business is joyful and they're choosing something that's not joyful. And he looked at me and he went, business is not joyful. And I went, yes, it is. And he went, no, it's not. And I went, yes, it is. And he, and we had this like back and forth and he went, Simone, you've got to get in this reality. People don't choose business for the joy of it. And yeah. that was one of those moments, you know, you have those moments, Anthony, where you just like, yeah, yeah really? Yeah. So, <laughs> And he said to me, you need to start doing classes on this. And so I did. And then, you know, the book came out. And now I think it's translated into 14 different languages. Wow. And there is a lot of absolute golden tools in this book. And can I say any of the things that you resist is probably the one that's going to change your business the most. Yeah. I am still in training with business with Gary. It's like really? every day is a different day and a different awareness and you know, so much more can show up. He was the first man to talk about business in the way that I knew was possible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my father was an accountant. My brother was an accountant. And I remember talking to them about the business that I was creating, Good Vibes for You. Mm -hmm. And they looked at me and they went, well, you're, you're choosing a business that's going to mean X, Y, Z. And in my head, I was like, no, I think this can be different. But I was smart enough then to know that I couldn't talk about it. Mm. And so then when I met Gary, I was, I mean, the first longer seminar I went to of his was a business class in San Francisco. And I sat in the front seat just going, oh, my God, everything this man is talking about is just brilliant. It's wow. the simplest of tools. Like one tool that I could give is like how many of you have decided that nobody can do your business as well as you? Mm. So control freaks of magnitude. Wow. So if you look at that as no one can do the business as well as you, then guess what you're going to hire? You're going to hire people who cannot do it as well as you. And I remember sitting in this front row in San Francisco going, oh, shit, that's exactly what I've done. Back at home, I had this warehouse in Brisbane and I'd hired these people that could not do the job as well as me. Therefore, I became this source point and, and I had to get home after this class by, ne by a necessity to continue the business to grow. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'd hired people who were better and greater than me, not based on judgment, just they were better at sales, better at accounts, better at talking to people, then you actually do create that, that ease for you to be able to allow the business to expand without you. Like energetically, yeah. you're still in it, but you don't have to be the person who's doing everything. And that was uh, one of the greatest tools that that I ever learned. And I know David Kubis actually changed his whole business with that tool as well. So, right. nice. Yeah. So you also wrote the book, Getting Out of uh, Debt Joyfully, because you were in a lot of debt, right? Before you started Access, or 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 just you got out of debt before oh, Access. How did that all go down? Beautiful thing I created over quite a few years. You know, yeah. work of art. <laughs> so, so how did you do it? How did you get out of debt joyfully? Well, uh, well, for starters. Talking about getting into debt, into debt for a second, because you would never have noticed. Like I, you wouldn't have 
you know, I wasn't one of those people where you'd be like, oh my God, she's so poor, she's lacking, she's always complaining. Right. Not many people knew. And, and in fact, I didn't truly know how much debt I was in until I knew it was like not pretty until I actually, you know what? Okay, so here's something. I went to a class that I organized for Gary and Dane in the Gold Coast, Australia, and it was a money class. And I'm sitting in the audience and they were talking about the money tools. And I was literally sitting there going, oh, yeah, here we go again, Gary and Dane talking about the money tools, blah, blah, blah. And I went, hang on a second, every other tool that I've used has worked. Mm. Why am I not using these tools with money? So mm. I didn't tell anyone and I picked a few tools and I went, okay, I'm going to indulge and I'm going to use these tools and see if something changes. And I'm not kidding, within about three weeks, my finances started to change and in very, very random ways. and. Uh, in much bigger changes than anything you could work out from a linear scale. Yeah. And my whole finances started to change. And so I'm going to say the getting out of debt joyfully because I really demanded of myself that this change mm -hmm. uh, and, and use the tools. And one thing I did notice is when I got out of debt, it was sort of like, oh, this is it. Like there's, that's it. Like, this is a bit boring. And, and was it because it was not, too easy? Was it because it was too easy? Uh, well, no, because I was comfortable in debt. And a lot of people oh. are comfortable in debt. And I actually write about this in the book as well. Oh. Uh, because what I realized was I was like, this is it. I've got money in the bank account. There's no, you know, champagne popping or, you know, bands marching, fireworks going off. And within two weeks, I realized I created myself to be back in debt again. Yeah. So smart enough that I actually had the questions now and went, all right, so what do I love about creating debt? What do I love about being in debt? And I realized I knew it. I knew that energy. I yeah. knew it. And and I was comfortable with it. I was comfortable with creating that place where and uh, using no money as the source of creation. And that mm -hmm. is a very common thing for people to choose, mm -hmm. that no money as the source of creation rather than what if you had, you know, $10,000 in your bank at all times or 100,000 or a million, whatever it is for you, what would you create and what would you choose? And yeah. I was so good at going, oh, my God, I've got no money. You know, people are hounding me for the bills. Okay, I better create something. And I'd always create, and this is another common thing, enough to pay the bills. Mm. And then I went, what am I doing? Like This is like this rat race. It's like, right. you know, and, and then the dinner party you're at, someone's complaining about money and you're like, yeah, I know. It's like my credit card's way up. And it's like, what are we in competition with each yeah. other? <laughs> lack. It's like, you yeah. know, so I knew that I had to break that cycle. Yeah. And that is so much what the book is about. And awesome. the book Getting Out of Debt Joyfully is not just for people who are in debt. I've had a lot of people who've come to the classes and also mm -hmm. done the classes who have created wealth from it as well. Like they've got okay. wealth and then they've expanded their wealth. Because I also see people create money and then they go, oh, well, I have enough now. Or yeah. And I'm not saying it's all about like, you know, create as much money you can have in your bank account. But to me, if every single access consciousness facilitator is a multimillionaire, then access is getting pretty big. Yeah. So I would like to contribute to every single, you know, facilitator being a multimillionaire. Cool. And we're going to start with that before I go to billionaire. So I, you know. I like that. And so, like, so with the 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 tools in the, in the business book, like, what would you like to see? Like, how how would you like to see it impact the world? 
Well, personally with business, I would like every single business to be using the access consciousness tools. And that was one of my desires, um, you know, demands, request of the universe. And that's something you can do. It's a tool, demand of you, request of the universe. You can't demand of the universe, you demand of you that every business was using the access consciousness tools because, I mean, we've just opened up a, a shop um, during COVID, you know, uh, called Antiques and Possibilities uh, in Pridgeon Beach. And I opened it up with my ex, Brandon Watt, who's in Mexico and America. And we've got some amazing people. Mark Kerr is the, is the manager there. And it's really cool working with him because he hasn't used these tools as much. And I'm like, but he's, he's, every time we talk about something, he just get, grabs it and runs with it. And he's like, wow, the shop is creating itself. And I'm like, yeah, the shop has an, is an entity of its own. Yeah. So how many people stress about business and create this, you know, unnecessary energy of, of, of the stress rather than being like, okay, so what would the business like to be today? Who would it like to talk to? And how, much, mm -hmm. how many revenue streams can you create? And how much you know how much more can show up i mean we've asked the shop to show us like the clients the staff and we've got some really awesome staff in there now and some kick-ass clients as well like nice like someone joked the other day and went because australia is officially in recession now uh -huh. and with everything going on and we've got some pretty full-on stuff happening in some states here like i'm um, full lockdown till you know pretty much november it's it's really interesting what they're creating in the economy but someone said that um, Pridgian Beach, where I live, is like the this bubble. It's like recession-free, and it truly is. You go there, you know, and there's like you know kids eating gelato and women yeah. in their lemon and their pearl earrings and but it's like come into the shop, you know. It, right. it, yeah, it's. I would like every business to know that it doesn't have to be hard. Yeah, and that you've got to be in question. Yeah, don't yeah. go to conclusion. Yeah, and that's the key element. To those people who are like new, maybe never even heard of access consciousness, one one of the common sort of themes that Simone's been sharing here is, is basically living in and as a question. It's one of the tools we learn in access consciousness when you first start. So she she's she asked a lot of questions about business and change and possibility. And the universe has to rearrange itself and show you and in its own time, in its own way. But uh, she was willing to be in the question and her life has become what it's become today and continues. It's in a state of becoming, really. And it's, it's really cool to be a part of that and watch that and, and hear the story because it, it's also happened to me and it's, it's, it's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And now you're one of the few choice of possibility facilitators, which is one of the advanced access classes. And, you know, it's like if you're brave enough to get past the bars and foundation and then get to the choice of possibilities. I mean, it's awesome. And it used to be called level two and three. Even when I started, it was two and three, and then they changed the choice of possibilities. Can you talk a little bit about that and uh, that, that class and, and how you would like to see that class, you know, contribute to the world as well? Yeah, look, I just finished um, a COP for short because we shorten everything. Uh, I just finished a Choice of Possibilities class, which was really cool. It was like the best COP I've done so far. Uh, I have another one coming up in October. And I'm going to say once you've done bars class and foundation class, uh, like to me that's so like, I mean, it's like the name. It's so foundational. It, it was so... I was, I remember my first class and just sitting there going, wow, it's like, 
you could look at everything in a different way. Like all those topics that you think you have a problem with, whether it's, you know, money, business, relationships, family, bodies, you know, um, parenting, all of that sort of stuff. It, it's like we think we have a problem in some area of our life, but we don't actually have a problem. We create that. We invent that. Mm -hmm. And what is beyond that is so much more phenomenal. And there's some really amazing tools, easy tools that you can use that start to change any area of your life like I said, that you think is not working for you. Mm -hmm. I get by the time you get to a COP class, and I love actually at the moment the COP classes because we're doing them online, they are really multicultural. Like you've got, because yeah. you, usually we used to go somewhere and you'd be like, you know, I don't know, mainly all American audience or all yeah. Australian or something like that or all Indian. And now it's like so multicultural, which so adds a sense of chaos that you cannot sort of like hold on to anything. Mm -hmm. um, to me, it's to me actually, Bars Foundation and Choice of Possibilities is truly only just the tip of the iceberg as well. Mm -hmm. But it will create um, a much greater freedom for you in the areas that you are deciding, you know, are locking you up and creating the limitations. And one of the things, Anthony, that I find so surprising is how how difficult people make it to let go of their limitations. And it reminds yeah. me. Of conversation that Gary Douglas had with the founder of Access had with Chichissa Bowman who's a great friend of ours and fabulous woman written a lot of books uh lives in Melbourne Australia and we were at lunch one day and having this conversation and he said to her how much can I pay you for all of your limitations I'll buy every single limitation off you and she sat there and thought about it and she went hmm hmm it uh a million dollars and gary looked at her and said why wouldn't you just give them away for free and she went because i've worked so hard for these and that's oh, wow. when you say brave to come along to choice of possibilities to me that's what it is it's the desire and the willingness mm -hmm. to let go of all the crap and every single thing that you've been you've been told that you've brought as truth that mm -hmm. you possibly will find out is a lie and you let go of all of that and go okay blank slate it's like you know like those etch sketch yeah. things and it's like here you go here's your life because to me this is your life are you living it so by the time you get there it's like let's let go of all the limitations and see what we can actualize like what is it you truly like to create what is it you desire to create and i mean that's why i love the fact that i was 187,000 australian dollars in debt when i actually finally worked out how much i owed mm -hmm. uh, as my PR agent says, it's good copy because, you know, wrote a book about it and, yeah. and I wasn't, I didn't have, you know, I have money now and I've got a lot of investments and, you know, but what I, what I desire to create is the change in the world yeah. and, and it's really joyful for me and then money shows up, but I've been there, done that. And mm. so what is it that you would like to choose? So, yeah, mm. so choice of possibilities to me is just the beginning as well. Yeah. True story. True story. I mean, it's like you you talk about all this is is like, and it is like to, for you and I, it's like it's pragmatic. It like it, it makes sense. But for a lot of for a lot of people out there, I mean, you know, it's like when they start to hear these tools in the beginning, there's so much resistance to it because it doesn't fit into any box. It's not like any other modality that exists on this planet. And I've studied a godzillion amount of them, and it really wasn't until access where it literally started to bypass my cognitive mind. And it really started to destroy and uncreate all those those limitations that I wasn't even aware of that I have. And yeah. so what a gift.
Can you, one, one thing I've been asking a lot of the speakers and, it, you know, one of the- can I, Anthony, can I talk to that for a second? Yeah, please go for it. I, want to, I, I actually, somewhere in my world, I, I get that I was probably one of the most resistant people to come along to Access ever. Mm. And I was asking for change. Like, I mean, I was doing a lot of things. Like I, you know, have lived a very colorful life is what I like to call it. I have no place to judge anyone. And when I came along and the first foundation class that I ever did um, after the first day, I actually told my facilitator, I'm hopefully I can swear here, but I told my facilitator to fuck off. I had better things to do with my life than this. And I stormed out and he was like, okay, wow. went home and bawled my eyes out. I drank a bottle of wine and, <laughs> I love it. and then, then I went back into class the next day and I was horrible. Like I didn't facilitate classes for ages because I went, what am I going to do if someone like me shows up? And I was horrible. <laughs> I sat there with my arms crossed and I just glared at him. And he looked at me and he goes, he goes, oh, you're back. And I went, yeah, I paid for it. So I'm here. But so that was two things. One, I got, if I hadn't paid for it, I wouldn't have shown back up. So, and mm. I know a lot of oh access might be expensive it's not it's it's not even close to expensive it's just the beginning of what you could create as a change for you so if you're using no money as an excuse not to go to an access class you might want to have a look at that as as one of your limitations and a yeah. and a conflicting point of view for you choosing something greater it because i pay for it i chose it again but i know what was going on for me my whole world was crumbling and changing and yeah. I'd ask for it, and yet when I was in it, I was like, what? It was like, yeah. how am I going to deal with this? It's like, and I'm so grateful that I stuck it out and I and I kept going. But I, yeah, I was, I was horrible to well, come what, what made you, because like a lot of times people just go away forever. Like what, what made you actually hang in there and give it a try, so to speak? And, and why do you think people hold on to their limitations? What's so valuable of holding on? Like what's the reason? You know it. You know it. It's like, I mean, how often do you go to a restaurant and instead of going, oh, what would my body like to eat? And there's something so yeah. random there that you've never eaten before and you go, oh, that. Or do, or do most people go to what they know? Mm. You know, most yeah. people go to what they know because they know the limitations, they know the walls, they know the barriers rather than going, you know what, today, who am I today and what grand and glorious adventures can I have and what can I choose that's going to create something greater? And I, like I said, I, I knew, I just knew this was going to change my entire life. Yeah. And even though I was asking for it and even though I was really unhappy, mm -hmm. um, even though a lot of people would have said that I was happy, like, you know, friends, everything would have gone, oh, Simone's great. She's always having a good time. But it was like, mm -hmm. well, it's a good time. It's like, you know, going out and getting drunk or whatever. It's like it, it wasn't, I knew that there had to be something greater. Like I would look out at the earth and, I mean, I live in Australia. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. be like, seriously, this can't be it. Like look at nature, look at the ocean. This, what, what everyone is choosing, this can't be it. There's got to be something greater. Mm -hmm. And I knew that this was the something greater that I was asking for. Nice. I mean, I created a business on empowering people to to choose something different, and here yeah. I was at this class, and it was in my face, <laughs> and yeah. and 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 I got to say, the money thing was a really big thing for me because uh -huh. I paid for it. I went back. That yeah. was my justification for allowing me to receive the change that was what that was um, that I was receiving. Awesome. That's super, super brilliant. Yeah. So people are actually they make they make their their shit basically more valuable than 
yeah. jeans because it's comfortable. It's comfortable. Yeah. Even though they're miserable, they're comfortable with being miserable. And what if right now, if you're listening to this, you went, you know what? Not today. Right yeah. now, change it. Yeah. Don't make your shit more comfortable. I mean, 2020 has been such a brilliant invitation as well for something to change. Like, hello, if you're not changing in 2020, then you may as well shoot yourself because you're not going to change. Like 2020 is like, here's the change, kids. Yeah. What do you choose, you know? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> No kidding. No kidding. Oh my God. This is a brilliant conversation. Um, what, what's the one thing that, okay. One of the gifts to me that, that Gary is, at least he's been for me and I, I know he's been for every, everyone else is he's able to see the whole being like all of you and you can only see bits and pieces of yourself. Can you maybe just share something where he like, like where you knew he was like speaking to all of Simone where Simone's still trying to figure out, you know, um, you know, I'm going to say every moment that I speak to him, he does that. And I actually yeah. said to him this morning, I was like, God, you're good at wedgies. Like, I mean, yeah. and a wedgie is like, okay, so when he says something and he won't expand on it unless you ask a question, but it just sort of, it, 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 it wedges you. You're just like, what is that? And yesterday I had a conversation with him and he probably wedged me. I'm probably aware of like at least 10 times, but he probably did it 50 and five, I was really cognitive at the time, and I was like, huh, boom, boom, change, question, da, da, da. And then when I hung up the phone and I went for a walk on the beach and I was like, huh, yeah, that, that. and it just started to unravel. So, and I've, I, I have, I mean, I am consider myself extremely lucky that I have Gary Douglas as a friend, and I've worked with him for 20 years, so he knows me really well, yeah. and I know him as well as what, he allows you to in a way and i and i mean that not as in he holds anything back i mean he changes every single friggin day yeah. and i used to freak out when i would be somewhere and i'd be like he's gone like i couldn't find him and i used to freak out now i go oh he's changing and it's like so now yeah. i would ask what what energy can i be that would contribute to him and his body changing yeah. Uh, try and hold on to something that's that used to exist. And and the same thing again, like we were talking about, Anthony. Yeah. So many people try and hold on to what existed yesterday because yeah. they can reference it. What yeah. if we had reference points? So so I'm gonna say he he talks to me like that all the time. And one of the things I've been asking for at the moment, uh, which is a really big ask, is the truths and the lies and everybody's agendas to show up, including mine. Mm. And to have that, to outcreate the awareness that Gary Douglas has of everyone because he doesn't have a point of view. Like you uh, choose something and he, he's like, okay, if it works for you, choose it. Mm -hmm. Be aware of the truth and the lies and the agendas. Like what agenda do you have? What agenda does somebody else have? Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's so, I want to say clean and easy. And yet yeah. we do so much to, to avoid that. Rather yeah, than actually, yeah, I mean the mantra of access. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Mm -hmm. It's like it's you know yeah. he does create the space for us to create our reality. You know what I mean, Absolutely. and to empower us to be leaders and stuff. And it's it's it really it really is a gift. And yeah. um, so you know, and consciousness is not always comfortable. You know, and but and if you want change, though, you know what I've learned is that you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable sometimes when you. But it's the only it's the only thing that's ever made me so damn uncomfortable. But the only thing that's also created the fucking um, magnitude of change that it's created. Yeah. In my life. Yeah. You know? So, 
Fucking A. Wow. That's awesome. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, it, okay. yeah, a lot of fun. I learned so much just in this conversation. My God. <laughs> and, um, and it's just a gift because you can see where Gary's like sewed into so many people and there's so much we can learn from each other. And it got so, so, so lucky. And, you know, Dr. Dane here, the co-creator of Access as well. That everything that you guys are choosing together and this creationship and making access even go even further out to all the corners of the earth, you know, and beyond, really. And it, it, it's just it's just a joy to be a part of it. And uh, so anyway, thanks for being in the world. Thanks for being here. And Simone, how can we re how can people reach you and find out more information about you? Well, obviously, accessconsciousness.com and also my website, simonemillicis.com. And go, um, I'm actually started doing more more Instagram lives. So, because uh, I'm a humanoid and I'm like, this week I like doing them. So go to my Instagram handle, at Simone Melissa's. And as far as I know, there's nobody in the world that has my name. Cool. You know, a lot of people have, yeah. No. One, there's just me. So if you Google me, you can find a hell of a lot of stuff. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much, Simone. Thanks for being you, and uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. Hopefully, they'll lift these restrictions. soon. Yeah. Can't wait to play again. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more about Anthony, please come visit dranthonymatters.com. And if you'd like to know more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com.